0: Episode forty.
1: I want to bring the heater to announce my presence with authority. To announce your what? Announce my presence with authority. To announce your fucking presence with authority
0: Good evening, Don't Run to Me fans. I'm Asus. The man on the other side of the mic is not EC and is not Matt, but it is the infamous, the famous or infamous Mr. Taylor, Hunter Taylor.
2: Yes, sir. How you doing, Hunter? I'm doing good, Bubba. How are you doing tonight? I'm
0: ah, better. You know, better. I had a little, uh, little procedure done yesterday in San Antonio. Uh, got a, you know, had a little surgery, but I'm, I'm doing good.
2: That's always fun. I got that coming up here pretty soon with yeah. my ACL again.
0: Well, uh, you didn't have a uh, did let me ask you a question. Did you have an eight centimeter mass taken taken out of your rectum, Hunter?
2: Not recently, no.
0: Okay, well, okay, well, I have. I, I mean, that's that's what my that's what I happened. I mean, I'm, about I'm the, <laughs> 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 the the doctor said yeah. it was a size of a plum. So that's what I had done yesterday. Uh, I've been dealing that's with fun. that. That's I've been de- I've been dealing with that since July. And, uh, I, I, I mean, uh, you, you know, remember that, uh, you know, uh, that that scene from, uh, 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 road trip with the Stifler, the guy that plays Stifler at, yes, the yes, end, yes. At, at the end when he says, did I say one finger? I meant two. That, that, exactly. that, that's been, that's been my life since July. Just put it that way. Not one oh, so finger. it's been
2: a very, very festive 2020 <laughs> for you as well then.
0: It's been a great 2020. This is a great 2020. <laughs> All right, Hunter. Uh, th- we have you on. Um, it's international break. Actually, the international break's coming to an end uh, as of yesterday. Um, and I wanted, to, I-, I wanted to bring you on, especially because this is the first time the United States of America, the U.S. of A, USA, has taken yes. the pitch since last uh, – Since February. February?
2: February. Okay, February. They had one little game.
0: They had two matches this past uh, this past international break, Wells and then they, uh, they obviously they played Panama, which Panama is in the Confaconfa region, but it was an ex- ex- exhibition match. Hunter,
2: mm-hmm. I, I'm, i tell it, brother, tell it. I want I want I want to hear you talk about it. I'm more interested to hear what you say today than listening to myself talk, even though I'm a huge fan of listening to myself talk. I
0: love it. I I mean I've heard, I mean I've listened to Okay, I've tried to bring myself back to reality, all right? <laughs> uh bring myself back to, you know, not being a fanboy. Uh but what they put out against Wales and what they put out against Panama I am I, I i i want to see more I, I want give me more a united states america yes united you, states, you have on. to adjust yes. the pants a little bit yes, yes, after yes, watching yes. those games yeah yeah, it's like that uh you, you know uh the nope you know yes yes you have to adjust the pants because I, don't, I haven't seen this and that's the thing i've never seen this type of play especially the attacking play in a in um in an american team i i mean no. I, I wasn't uh I didn't watch him too much. Uh, my God, I was... I mean, I hated soccer back when I was in high school. So and I, I paid attention to the 90, 96 World Cup, 90, 94 World Cup. four. You know, mm-hmm. uh, off and on. You know, I got... You know, but obviously the time, the big names were Valderrama, uh, Baggio. Uh, who else got at that 94 World Cup? It was Roberto Baggio. Um, yeah, Baggio uh, was Campos, the big hit. Campos, else. you know. So nobody on the American side really... Had a, you know, name. Uh, did I see Brian McBride um, I, that, you know, when he played for Fulham? No, I didn't. I didn't watch EPL at that time. Um, Dempsey obviously played for Fulham and then obviously went on to Tottenham. Um, yes, I watched Dempsey. I have not seen the type of play in an American soccer team. Even the 2002 uh, team that even went to the quarterfinals in Japan. Yep. I've not seen this type of play from a team ever. And it's refreshing because it's not the same old play it off from the, you know, defend, 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 and we counterattack. We were attacking. Yeah. everyone no, constantly. Constantly attacking. I mean, granted, it didn't work out. And what I did, I hate it, you know, because I watch ESPN FC. I watch um, <laughs> all these YouTube channels, um, you know, and they're like basically to temper, to temper the um, – Temper the excitement, you know. Oh, uh yeah. think it was a um, god the the ball headed goalkeeper. What's his name? The one from uh he played a uh, Seattle Casey Keller. Casey Keller. Mm-hmm. You know he was on ESPN FC, and you know basically, oh, we could have played better. Blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, do you understand that this team has probably the second time they played together, and it's a bunch
2: of fucking young kids. So you should that that that's that's huge. Like Alexi Lalas. I love him to death, yeah. you know. But after the Wales game, he—I feel like he kind of shit on the performance, which yes, yes. that was probably the most exciting zero-zero draw I've ever seen before in my same life. Same
0: thing with the Panama match. He did the same thing after the match. I'm like, "What are you?
2: What are y'all talking about?" I mean, golly. And it's and it's show those just kind of broad topic of jumping into it. So those teams that we experienced some levels of success with in '94 uh not counting the abortion in 98 and then in 2002 were teams that literally had some success off of just brute strength and awkwardness right it was Mm -hmm. solid defense we're going to punch you in the mouth we're going to run fast and hope that we can outrun you as opposed to the teams that we saw and we even saw it in february with a very young lineup of, of of no names really Um, and it was constant press, constant pressure. We are going to control the tempo of the game. This is our game. You're just playing in it type situation. And you saw that in Wales, even with the false nine that Berhalter deployed, which I absolutely hated. And it's funny because I remember last time I spoke about how it'd be almost impossible for Berhalter to screw this up. But he did his best to screw it up in Wales and play with a false nine and not play with the young guys up top. And then with playing a young guy up top against Panama, now as I know it's a different competition, but you see what these guys can do when you, put a, when you put a true striker up top. And they put goals away. That's what these guys need. Our talent is in the wings. Our talent is in the midfield. Put a guy up top that gives you a poacher effort. We'll put goals away when he needs to. And the other guys can build off of him and play those runs and, and, and be open uh, in the box. That's what it did, man. They, they, they dropped six goals on him like it was nothing. And these are kids. These are kids that, are, that, that could be my children. I'm 36 years old. These kids are 17 years old, 18 years old, 20 years old. Yeah, hey. <laughs> I know a lot of people that had kids at 16, buddy. South Texas, <laughs> South but Texas. no. I mean, you think about it, you think about. It, I mean, look at uh, Sebastian Soto. He's twenty years old. Uh, yeah. uh, Nicolas, the guy that's playing from 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 League Two, and he's twenty. Giovanni Raya just turned eighteen. Uh, Jonas Munza, he's seventeen years old. I mean, these are kids. Even like Weston McKinney, who had an unbelievable I, I, two games. Okay, I, he's twenty two years old.
0: Put that. I mean, put him on 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 the topics for today. I want to talk about him. I want to talk about him. Let's get to let's get to the what you're talking about the 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 cultivation I guess you could get yeah, cultivation that's a word right of mm-hmm. um and, and, and it's been brought up with the uh, or Jurgen Klingsman always telling um you know saying that you know people you know European you know they need to play European football you know cultivating mm-hmm. the the youth um is this is some is is this a uh, the crop the fruit of his labor is in your opinion. I don't
2: know if it is the fruit of his labor per se, but it is definitely the vision that he had. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um like I said last time, I think he was about four years too early. Yeah. On yeah, where I mean, we I needed to yeah. be. Um none of these guys were even really a thought four years ago. Um just Polisic was the only one, right? Uh To where he had this vision of young guys playing technical soccer, playing aggressive soccer in some of the best leagues across the world. And we just didn't have anybody in that. That's part of that lost generation that we talked about last time. So would things be different if he was at the helm right now? Don't know. Does he have a big part of this? I think so. I think you have to give him some credit. I really do. Uh, I absolutely hated what he did at the time. Uh, especially isolating you know, people like Jeff Cameron, who I'm a huge fan of. Shout out to Jeff Cameron, one of my favorite players of all time. Uh, it's hard because you have to give him some credit for what they're doing right now because he called it years ago. Mm-hmm. This is what we need. And everybody said we couldn't do it, we couldn't do it. And you know what? It's 2020, the year of terrible things, and we have great things happening with the youth. On the national team, right? But now.
0: On, on the other on the other point, uh, when, it, when if I remember correctly, there was always this c- correlation with the national team and MLS. Am I correct? Yep. I mean, and, and that, and I think yeah, I, I, and, and and that and was
2: ha- that was his big thing. He yeah. he didn't want his national team guys playing in MLS.
0: And that's I guess that's why I never rated the national team, and I never rated the MLS because if you're going to be, I'm 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 in the same camp. in this before, you know, this is. Because I think you should play at the biggest biggest leagues in the world, and um, of that's why I didn't. I don't. And everybody's gonna crucify me. I don't rate Landon Donovan. I don't. I uh, he, Landon Donovan is a Miroslav Klose of United States football. Miroslav Klose, eh, in the league, good German national team. Fucking god, you know, because he always scores. He's just a great player. I don't rate yeah. him. I don't. But would you? I mean, is that a fair comparison? Because closer played for what? Uh, you know, Byron, he didn't do well. Uh, I think he played for Lazio. Eh, you know, but put him, put that, put it on that German crest. Klose, shit, all time, almost all time in the score. Uh, Same thing with Podolski, uh, Fucking badass in the German. German. Uh, this is where EC and I, like, uh, he always rates, you know, the, the, the national <laughs> team and Pogba. I was like, well, so did Podolsky. What about Podolsky? Uh Oh, no, you know, blah, blah, blah. Pogba does this. No. Anyways, well, this is not a Pogba show. Don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> but I don't rate, I, I don't rate, I, don't, I never rated Landon Donovan as a player. I never rated uh, Josie Altador as a player. Uh, Michael Bradley, eh, it, this, and, and what I saw, what I saw, and I know you're, you're giving me the stink eye right now. Um, <laughs> I, you, I, what I saw on the past two matches is play, that it sh- that's what we should play. And um, yeah. and we're more, I'm not saying you're European, it's more of a, it's it's an attacking form of football, and we don't have slow-ass players playing. I mean, we have finishers no. now. Josie Altador, yes, he scored goals, but he was never really, uh, he was never really, a, he never baller. He's not a baller. I mean. Yeah, he wasn't,
2: he wasn't. World class, or he never had the potential. But they always to stuck him world in
0: class. I, mean, I, 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 rate, yeah. I, I rate, I rate, I rated a Clint Dempsey. I've always rated him because he did it at Fulham, he's done it at Tottenham, and obviously in his twilight of his career, he went back and to play for Seattle. Uh, but yet, and he he played with the big boys. I mean, it's just maybe I'm just biased because they they, they you know they never did it abroad. You know, it's same thing with the what is it Freddie? Do I think he's still trying to play? you know uh, know, he's
2: like in third division Denmark somewhere but (laughs) on on the Landon Donovan thing so I can appreciate individuals that brought it for the national team because I have an affinity for that right so I knew when Landon Donovan put on that jersey he knew what it represented he knew what it meant to put on that jersey and he was the driving force behind all those teams Dempsey Dempsey brought the straight I'm going to punch you in the face and yes. score a goal and like talk that. shit to you as yeah. soon as I do it, which was needed because True. Landon Donovan was the the counter to that, right? Yeah. He was the soft-spoken, but he could rally the troops through his actions and his play. Yeah, I think you're seeing guys now that have the technical ability of Dempsey, have the drive to succeed, and – represent the u.s but now they they're starting to grow into the fraternity of playing for the u.s national team like i don't know how much you follow on instagram uh there's a ton of places that that you can look at but i mean to see these guys posting videos and pictures of the time they've spent together in this camp i mean uh the young kid from valencia Four days later, is still posting about the experience of playing for Busa, the U.S. Right? national team and Busa? spending time with these guys. Musa Yes. Yeah. So you see that, and it's like, okay, these, these guys are not – they're building something. They're building a culture. They're changing the way we play, but still keeping that I will go to bat for anybody on this mm-hmm. field and fight every minute of the game to match with the actual technical ability that has, has, has increased exponentially in just the last 18 months. Um, so it's, it's, it's tough. You, I, I've always been, I've never been the most skillful player on the field, but I guarantee you, you were going to feel me whenever I was playing. You knew exactly where I was at any point in time during the game. So it's, it's exciting to see, man. It, it, it really is. Uh, I, I, there's so many things I want to talk about that. I don't even know where to go next. So call it out, and we can just get after it. <laughs> well, now
0: you now you put me on a the spot there. Okay,
2: uh, I, I did hundred an- percent because there's <laughs> I, I could give you fifteen different talking points because that's how monumental this international break was for the men's national team.
0: Okay, that I mean that's the thing. It's like they have not been, and when you talk about monumental, at a, I want to say an escalate an uh, ascending program, and then now. Um, now they're talking about the winter camp, bringing them in MLS players. It, would that, I mean, because obviously the Bundesliga does take a uh, fuck. I
2: mean, what a month off? I want to say somewhere in there. Um, they do. Every everybody has somewhat of a winter break, winter but break. the game is supposedly supposed to be in Miami right. uh, against El Salvador. Um, but so that's the thing. So we've we still have. I would say eight of the 11 spots are spoken for already in the starting 11 for the US national team right now. And some of the people in MLS can steal some playing time uh, from these things. So you've got guys like, uh, uh, I hope I screwed up, Daryl Dyke from uh, Orlando. Mm-hmm. Big, strong, Brutish young forward that's having a breakout year. Um, you've got guys that can come in and play a role in that camp and and show that they belong to to that roster that's going to be for the next World Cup. I, I'm excited to see the MLS, and I know you hate it, but there's guys well, hate. like if you loved, <laughs> <I> hate's <laughs> a strong sorry. word. Sorry.
0: Hate's a strong word. I, I did, know I, you I don't like rate it. To, yeah, rate rate, rate, yeah, rate is, player, is what I said, player, not player, hate. Rate, I said rate. rate, rate.
2: rate, rate, rate okay. So, but you've got guys like Sebastian Soto and Richie Ledesma that are playing overseas now that are, like I said, 20, 18 years old that came up through the Real Salt Lake system. Yeah. So, they owe their roots to that. Um, You've got uh, Aronson, who's fixing to go overseas, that came up uh, through Philly. Uh, You've got guys that are showing that there's nothing wrong with coming through the academy Getting poached at 17, 18 years old and starting your overseas journey then, as opposed to doing it Clint Dempsey style and doing it at 26, 27 in your prime. These are guys that are doing it in the very beginning of their career. Mm-hmm. So when they are 26, 27, they're playing for big clubs and playing big minutes for them. So I'm, I'm, I don't want to say equally as excited for the December camp, yeah. but I want to see if the translation of play continues with this new crop, because it happened in February, even though it wasn't the most attractive win, they played aggressive, they played attacking soccer. I wanna see, we've seen it in this camp now, when you have more talent, they're able to do that. I wanna see if that translates to December to see if that's truly, truly for Halter's system that he's trying to build for the team. So it'll be be very telling. We'll learn, I don't wanna say we'll learn more about the state of the program, in this camp, but we're going to learn a lot about it to see if it translates over and continues, because he has some talent in MLS, for sure. As
0: long as I don't see Yassi Zardes and uh, Jose uh If that man
2: never put on a USA like I said, don't get me wrong, the dude is a is a goal scorer in MLS, he's a poacher, he puts it away. Yeah, Michael Bradley. Somehow, some way. Well, Michael Bradley, Like once again, we'll jump into the Michael Bradley-Josie door debate, I'm sure. At some oh, point no, 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 oh,
0: I've already brought it up. Let's debate about it. Well,
2: <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if, if Josie Altidore starts in the striker spot against Wales, we win that game 2-0. What? All right, dude, whatever. Right. <laughs> am, am you can't I... hit me with a whatever. He does what he does, and he does it well. What, I mean, He's what does not he not do? the focal point of the – So this is the thing. So when you have – if you look at – if you really break down our guys, right? So – Weston McKinney, I'm sure you love him because he is what you want Paul Pogba to be—the way you. he plays.
0: Like, what? I see. Okay, EC probably going to come on here in a bit. EC's going to probably and, he, and I, I didn't, I never brought him. I didn't bring up his name. I just did. I did bring up his name just a little bit, but I, I said it that day when I saw him play uh, against uh, Wales. I said it. I'm like, that's how I want Pogba to play. I want him. Yep. I want him to play with his balls out. You know what I mean? The dude was box to box. Box everywhere. to box. Box to box. That's a box to box midfielder. And yep. the dude, I mean, was making plays. And uh um, everywhere. 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 And everywhere everywhere. Um and I was I was like, that's I want if if United was gonna, you know, trans you know, trade, transfer whatever, whatever you wanna call them, uh swap deal. Hey, gimme Weston McKinney for Paul Pogba and Mateo Zalit. I'm serious. Mateo Zalit, Weston McKinney, you can have Paul Pogba Juventus. Let's let's you know, let's wipe our hands with it. Let's go.
2: shake hands and call it a day. Call it no, day. So, I mean, that's that's you watch the kid play and 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 I watch the performance, but I also watch the way they interact, right? And and you look at Weston McKinney and shout out to Weston McKinney. God I love the kid he just looks like he is having the time of his life outside the pitch. But when he gets on that pitch and and Berhalter actually spoke to this specifically that when he gets on that pitch, it's a whole different switch. He turns something else on and it is go from the first whistle. And that's, we've never had really anybody that could do it on both sides. I mean, Jermaine Jones was, was more focused on the defensive side of it, but he did, provide something offensively going forward, but we have never had someone that is as talented as what Weston McKinney is and what he's able to do. And that allows other people to do what they're best at, like Tyler Adams cleaning up the bullshit and still being able to come in and provide something. It lets Giovanni Reyna just run around and do whatever he needs to do. Same thing with Polisic, Same thing with you know, kind of whoever else is on the wing. So it allows our best players to to do what they need to do. So yeah, everybody's going to talk about Reina getting his first goal, uh, and 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 talk about you know Soto coming in and grabbing two goals, Nicolas grabbing two goals, and all this type of stuff. But none of this happens without McKinney in the midfield.
0: All right, look, uh, look. I guess look who sees, uh, look who look who joined us right now, especially at an opportune time. An opportune <laughs> time, honor, uh, <laughs> honor, because uh, you're talking about. I need you to repeat. What you just told Uh-oh. me about, about – I didn't bring it up. I did not bring it up. But EC's on the line. EC's here. Say hello, EC. What's going guys. on, guys?
1: Sorry about EC. that. I totally lost track of time. How you been, brother?
0: Good, good, good. Good,
2: brother. How are you?
1: Good, man. Good. I, Jesus, how so, are
0: you? I, 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 I'm good. i am tired. T- Jesus t- is great
2: right now I'm great. for a specific reason. <laughs> <sighs> so I made this statement watching the U.S. national – like we're just straight U.S. national team right now. So I made the statement – about the Panama game and the Wales game, that what Weston McKinney did and how he played is exactly how Paul Pogba should be playing for Manchester United, which is yeah. all over the place. I Defense, it offense.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I I think I'll, I'll go I'll go two parts uh, with that. First off, uh, shout out to the U.S. Men's National Team who doesn't even have a striker and we still just looked absolutely amazing i thought in both games i just thought our midfield and defense was amazing but secondly yeah to compare the two um i would i would say that if you listen to paul's recent comments he he also is saying that his uh form is down and so i'd love to see him uh, have the ability to roam and and play the way that he plays um or that he that he had played but um yeah no, i think what, what's who's playing in that role? Adams is kind of holding the so McKinney's yeah. kind of
2: everywhere. I've
1: kind been of in, a, in a central midfield. He kind of they kind of have two players that kind of roam, uh, in Reyna. Well, uh, I mean, if you good. want
0: if you want to get back into the national team and compare apples to apples, easy. Uh, Deshaunt came out and said, uh, and this is what I've been saying, and this is this is Didier Deschamps, the uh, the French national team head coach or manager. I'm sorry, whatever the fuck you want to call him. Did he say Pablo needs to be, be playing in the back role, you know, more like a I mean, they were comparing him. He needs to be playing in that fragment role, you know, to where he quarterbacks it out of the back. Basically, what I've been saying, a box to box midfielder, you know, because you allow him. I think he, what did he say? Papa plays defense. I was like, I've never mm-hmm. seen that before. Um, what EC? see? Don't roll your eyes.
1: No, I'm not. No, I'm no, waiting
0: for
2: the no, question. No, 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 no. Don't there, there's I'm no a, question. You, it's, no, just, no, no.
0: it's just, I just straight. I mean, I, I'm just, uh, it's just because it, every, I just, everybody's been saying Pablo needs to play forward. And this is not gonna, no, no. We're getting back to, we're going to go back to the American national team. Okay. Um, we are. <clears throat> uh, everybody's, but I want to finish what you just said. Everybody says Pablo needs to be fight, play forward, play forward, play forward. But his national team coach, because you're saying how he's not happy. He's happy with the national team. You brought it up. I didn't. I did not bring Paul up. You did. I'm just expounding on that. Now their national team coach is saying that no, you need to play him more of a of a of a of a holding role, and let him quarterback out of the back, and then so he can allows him to play defense. I'm like, it's just I I, I don't know. Who, what I, I, is just that? Me, compared- I just for
1: me, I just for me, I think I think he he's clearly not or hasn't for me. If you make that statement saying that he should be back, I don't think he's watched United because any United fan's going to tell you that his best. With United, I'm not talking about the French national team, but if you're talking, because it's two different sides.
0: No, but it's a breath of fresh air, the so, national team, right?
1: Absolutely, it absolutely is a breath of fresh air.
0: And where are they so playing? Let me,
1: finish, let me finish what I'm saying first, then I'll then I'll go to that. <laughs> it's a different team. That's a, that's a fact. Different players, yeah, and I think if you watch, if you've watched United since he's been there, the best Pogba is the Pogba that plays more going forward. Okay. I don't think that's debatable. Okay. I think you you can either say stats or eye test because a lot of people are like, oh, stats are all crap. So for me, eye test going forward, or playing more in a forward role, that's where he's at his best. I think for France, because in my opinion, France is a way better side than United. No, I don't he, think con- that's he has
0: Conte to cover his ass and Rabiot to cover his ass. That's why. Well, they're no, no, they're no, no, good no, no that's cool. That's cool. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: They're good players. So I don't think that's debatable. And I think if you look at Conte's goal. Who was covering Conte when he scored the goal? I don't Paul know. Pogba.
0: Covering so I don't ass? think, I think
1: people, I think people get it twisted like Conte just covers and, and Pogba never covers him. That's not true. If you watched the last oh, game when Conte scored, Pogba it. covered his ass. So I think people, for me, it's real simple with Pogba. People don't like him. People get on to him <laughs> because of the cash. They don't, they don't think he's a good player. No for more. me,
0: I'm not listening
1: I don't think they know football. That's just me.
0: Oh, okay, okay, all right. But
1: then the f- but the breath of fresh air thing for me, it totally makes sense. Okay, if you're if you're 14th in the table, would you take which Weston we
0: McKennie over Pogba? Let's get back to the uh, national. <laughs> oh, who, who would I take? <laughs> yeah, Paul Pogba, it's no question. Okay, I would swap deals sure, sure. Weston McKennie and 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 Dalit for Paul Pogba. We will call it a day.
2: So so to to break y'all up. It, the reason why Weston McKinney was successful is because he had Tyler Adams at what the I'm back saying. end to clean up messes. And then he had Giovanni Reyna on the front end to be the primary creator. So if you look at Manchester United, and we'll get off of this pretty quickly because I don't like Manchester United at all. But so you've <laughs> got you've got Bruno, right? Who is your creator? In your midfield, right? He's the guy that's probably going to be the one that pulls your strings and plays that final ball. You can have Pogba who can be your workhorse like McKinney was these past two games because he had that cover on the back end. Who does Manchester United have that he can feel comfortable being where he wants to be and where he needs to be and know that he has that safety net behind him that can protect him when he makes those moves forward.
0: Nobody. He
2: has it with France in Conte.
0: Yeah, he has it.
2: Obviously. Um so he can he they, can play other, a little other bit. Other
0: players more. make him look world class. I think
1: I think there's I think what they figured out is that we have to have two people be one person, which is you know like two of our holding midfielders is one
2: conte. If that exactly. makes sense. So, so, so yeah. Like so Scott, you're you're losing a guy there. Yeah. Yes. So
1: like no, we're not we're not really losing a guy, but Scott and yeah, Fred will hold yeah. while Bruno and Pogba make decisions, or Matic and Fred will hold. While Bruno and Pogba or Van De Beek make decisions. So I think But you can only yeah. play
2: so many people in that midfield. Yeah. When Absolutely. You're taken so, away.
1: so for me, it's four. So you got two holding, Fred McTominy, whatever combination you want to do or Matic, and then you have two more, which is Bruno or or um, or Van De Beek, or you can throw in Pogba. I'm saying any any of that mixture. I'm not saying all of them. I'm just saying you can play yeah. Pogba, Bruno. You can play Van de Beek, Pogba. You can play Bruno, yeah, Van de Beek, and then two hold, two holding midfielders that are there. We didn't have width when we beat the crap out of um, RB Leipzig at all. Yeah. So we don't. Just, you, don't just, ha- you don't have to like my. This is my thing with 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 coaching. You have to coach to your strengths. You can't just say, "Well, we got to get wide when you don't have wingers. We don't even have a right winger. So why would you play a right winger when you don't have one? Like he put Pogba on the left wing. In the uh, in the Eastern Bull, not the eastern game, but the uh, the uh, Arsenal game, he's not a, he's not a left winger. No, so you ju- you can't you can't just put players where you want to put them because that's your formation. You have to play to your strengths. And,
2: and I, I think, think that's what's that's what's hurting Manchester United is they're not able to maximize Pogba's potential due to a lack in other areas to where you see it with, like I said, it's, it's a very Terrible comparison, but you see it with the national team these past two games.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Weston McKinney had a very defined role, and that was be everywhere. You don't have to be anywhere, but you can be everywhere. Because he had Adams in the front, and he had Reina played more on a wing, and you also had Musa there to help clean up. But the man was – I would love to see the heat map of where McKinney was on those two games because he was everywhere.
0: Yes. I mean And
2: that's and that is one hundred and ten percent what Pogba can be and better because he is higher quality for any team that he plays for in the right yeah. system. Yeah. I,
1: like, I agree. I, 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 I like like I said, I enjoyed the international break. I enjoyed watching. There were so many Reds. I know this is gonna this is you're like shut up, but there were so many Reds that played. And played well. Even Dan James. I mean, for Christ's sake, mm-hmm. he scored a that screamer.
0: Um,
1: but but focusing in on the U.S. team, uh, Dest still my favorite guy. I love that kid. I just I can't get enough of that kid. Um, I just I just it's it's so crazy because forever I've been waiting for us to be able to play these one twos and triangles and overlap with the left back. And actually, it's going to mean something. It's not just Beasley. No 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 uh, shade to Beasley. He, he's great, but. There was a purpose when Desk gets the ball down there in, in our half, he could score or he's gonna put in a killer pass. And it's just it's refreshing to see. I just I know yeah. that in the next couple years, there's gonna a striker has to be next. There's gotta be some kid out there who's just chomping at the bit to be able to play with these guys because you just you just know that this midfield, as young as they are, they are only gonna get better.
0: Okay, you bring up two oh, yeah. topics that I want to get to. Uh, Dest and then Striker. Let's go with Dest first because, uh, against Wales, they put him on the, he wasn't playing on the right. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously his natural position is on the left and you saw the difference. You <laughs> saw, I mean, I, th- I thought, I thought I saw the difference between him and as a player and just like EC said, it was refreshing to see, you know, him bombard, you know, bombing that left-hand side in and out, in and out, in and out. He's playing the in and out with the Adams and it was going and then, uh, Putting in crosses, you know. I mean, just doing what he needed to do. Uh, whereas against Wales, it was just—you saw the talent there. It's just he wasn't uh, uh, as effective, if you want to that, say.
2: But well, so so yeah, on, on that point. So we did with Wales. We did uh, Anthony Robinson and, yeah. and Dest in the back, right? <clears throat> um, Dest is our best right or left back. That's just hey, the way it is. Yeah. Doesn't matter which spot he plays; he's going to yeah. be the best at that position. So you saw him, you know, and, and you think about it. if you have him on the left and you have Pulisic on the left, to have him and Polisic overlapping, oh, going no. inside, <laughs> it, it's going to be orgasmic, for lack of a better word. Oh, um, my gosh. But, even, but even, even with Dest, so we know what we've got with Dest. Dest is a USA player. He's not going anywhere. He's staying there. He is, dare I say, borderline world class. He is. With how he, he's playing.
1: He is, there's no um, question
2: but you saw Reggie Cannon on that right-hand side and he doesn't maybe offer as much going forward. However, I think that needs to be the back two spots. I agree. Going forward. I think Reggie Cannon's done enough. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he got an assist. He, he did well. He defended well. It lets desk play in his natural position. Um, and it, was, and it was a and it was a for Robinson. Robinson's still getting his feet in the EPL right now, but I know you love Dest, and I could sit here. And that's what we took me uh as we talked about when I first got on, was there's fifteen different talking points we could have about fifteen different players from these past two games because that's how monumental this these past <laughs> two days were. Um, but to see Dest play two positions, kill it at both positions, and just own he's gonna give you a little defensive hiccup here and there. Yeah, he's young. But but what he gives going forward, and if you combine that with Polisic and his overlaps and in inside cuts and it's 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 gonna be huge for the next ten years. Yeah, I mean two world so cups exciting. easy. That's that's what's so
1: exciting, is that the, this one that they'll hopefully qualify for, they should because I was I ain't gonna lie, man, when Panama scored that first header, I was pissed. I was like, oh, please yeah. don't do this, guys. It don't was, do this to me. But
0: the, <laughs> please. The goal wasn't, like, amazing. You know what I mean? it's like It took a It's selection. just disheartening because no, the, the center ba- backs didn't even it, jump. It wasn't – I didn't really look at it as a, a fuck-up. You know I mean? A defensive meltdown. It's just more of a – it, it,
2: it was – I, 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 br- I broke it down. I sat there and watched it because I, I was with EC on this. I was like, what the hell are we doing? So I sat there and, and I watched them? the replays. Oh miazga didn't close yes reggie cannon stayed with his guy because he didn't close if miazga closed reggie cannon shifts forward into the middle and marks that guy right miazga has always been the guy that will give you solid 70 minutes and screw up for 20 right (laughs) he he does great he brings fire he brings tenacity he's an asshole on the field and i absolutely love that But at some point in time, he's got to knock that part out of his game. Once again, first time all these guys playing together could have been a communication problem, could have been whatever it was. It wasn't a full defensive meltdown. It was more of an individual error of just kind of basic Mm -hmm. stuff. I cover here, you cover there type situation. But I was with you. I thought I was like, here we go. We're we're losing to Panama right now. And then shit got serious in a hurry. Mm -hmm when you play a true striker up top, uh, which, you know, we've, we've talked about Dest, We know what we have with Dest, We know he's not going anywhere striker position. We've got some guys that could play for other teams. You know, we, we had, yeah. uh, I was kind of disappointed that Sebastian Soto didn't get the start against Panama just because we know Chile is sniffing around and Chile is probably actually struggling for a true center forward more so than we are. Mm-hmm. Um, But he luckily turned that one down because that would have cap tied him to them. But the kid came in and and put the ball in the back of the net. Same thing with the young kid that's playing in League Two. He did what he was supposed to do. Were they pretty? Were they world class? Did he rip it upper 90 from 18 yards out? No. Poaching. Yeah, he put it in the back of the net, which is all we need. We have the talent on the wings to do that type of shit. We have the talent in the midfield to do that type of We need somebody (laughs) to put the ball away when they're supposed to.
0: The question is okay, and and I'm not gonna argue Pulisic's magic. I'm not, I'm not I'm not gonna argue him as a I'm not 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 gonna rate him. Where does Pulisic fit in the lineup? Because we talk about you know um, every I mean, in y'all's group text it was like Nan we're missing Pulisic and we're missing Pulisic. But I'm looking at it, I was like, where is he gonna fit in? Because Pulisic does not play up top by himself. He's not the He's not a lone striker. Um, I think he would more play in the Giovanni Reina role off the off the off the right. Um, so I'm, I'm just trying to think, I'm trying to figure out where you fit a player of his caliber. Cause I mean, technically he's now the American golden boy. He is, you know, he is American football right now. Uh, yeah, and, and, I mean, no, 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 I no. Mean, and I mean, most people in the public's eyes, and I mean, you are a fanatic. I mean, you are the, the United States fanatic. You can fucking tell, uh, who's in the 13th division of, of, uh, the, <laughs> U20, U 20, you, u 13s right, right now. I, I can't. He is the face of, of United States football. Am I correct? Am I, am I lying?
2: That will change in eighteen months.
0: Okay. All right. Yes, uh, Giovanna Reina now is probably you know having that. Having... They call
2: they call him Baby Jesus for a reason. Okay. Uh, Anyways, right now, uh, he... right now, I'm
0: saying right now, not eighteen months. Right now, and In eighteen months we could revisit that. Where does Christian uh, Pulisic fit in this lineup? Because we talked about. I mean, we're texting back and forth, and we're missing Christian Pulisic. Where does he fit in? cuz you're talking about a true striker. So obviously he's not that I mean he's not that. No. Okay. He's he, he he's in? on the left
2: wing. That that's his left okay. wing. Um I don't care who you put there. He's going to supplant anybody over there just cuz like me and we were talking about Pulisic and Dest on that left-hand side. It's going
1: to be stupid. <laughs> Thank even, you. It's not even going to be fair. That's why that's why when I was watching it I just kept thinking if his hamstring was good, we probably would have scored 10 goals because Oh yeah. Once they start linking up Dest is not, he, he's the new age left back. He's the, he's, he is trying to score. He's trying to attack. Like it's almost, I don't, I'm not putting him at Trent yet because I think Trent puts in a longer, deeper ball, but the kid's 19. So just, just hold on because he's going to get it. Yeah. When they have, when Polisic plays with him, those one twos and the speed of both of those guys, it's going to be so hard to beat us. So so whoever's on the left right now for us, they, they take a seat and that's great because they come in off the bench when someone's tired or someone, unfortunately he's hurt right now and they play, but no, I think it's going to be so cool. Once these guys, Lord willing, they qualify Qatar. I'm not saying they're going to win it, but dude, the next one, I would not be shocked at all because every single one of those cats is going to be in their prime. And if they're not injured, they're going to be very hard to beat. Mm-hmm. And they're going oh, yeah. to find a striker within the next five, six years. It's going to happen.
2: Oh yeah, we we talked about uh, the the camp coming up in December uh, for the little one off friendly we're supposed to have against El Salvador, and and being mostly you know U.S. based. There's some guys in, in in MLS that can play that Josie Altzador role mm-hmm. because that that that's what the role. We don't we don't need a guy that's going to be Lewandowski and and score all of our goals. We don't need that. We need a guy that can hold the ball up and pass in those channels to Polisic, to Reyna, to McKinney, to these guys that are coming in and and making these, making these goes at goal. We've seen Polisic do it playing off of even Tammy Abraham at Chelsea. And then we haven't seen him much with Werner at Chelsea, but to see something like that is going to be nuts as far as a, a striker. And that's really what determines what our lineup looks like. If we can get Musa from Valencia, if we can get him to commit to the U.S., that sets our midfield, our three in midfield right there. So then you've got Polišic on the left, Reina on the right, which I'm not a huge, huge fan of because I'd like him to be more centrally. Um, But then you need a striker and a center back. That's it. Yeah, you know, I, I say we have eight spoken spots for our starting eleven, and that's only because uh, Valencia kid hasn't committed to us fully yet. Uh, outside of that, we need a center back to partner with Brooks because Brooks proved that he is the center back to captain it back there and, and run things, and a striker. And we've and got Tim- a lot of Tim- young kids for striper. But
1: and, and Timothy Way, when he first broke onto the scene, was mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. He's just been hurt, and so I was, I yeah. was happy to see him play, but. I mean, literally, this dude was challenging Killian. I don't know. I don't know. Like he was up there, and, I, and he got hurt. So he's got talent, and it takes a while once you once you come back from injury and you get back into form. And I was glad to see him finally play because um, the coach believes in him. You could you could tell before he was coming in, he was he was pumping him up, like punching him in his chest, like "Come on, you can do this." So yeah. so he has faith in him. But I agree with you, center back. Um, I like Reem, um, but give him a partner somebody who's consistent. Um, I I have the confidence, though, that they can find one. I just... I was I was just looking at my TV like, what is going on? Look at these patterns of play. Mm-hmm. Look at the touch. See? Look at the one you, touch, you, you Look at the, the triangle. You
0: see? I'm trying to kill
1: you. Oh, It was so pretty to watch them play. They were playing. They were literally these teenage boys are playing with these grown men. They're playing with them in, cer- in yeah. certain instances. I mean, it's just... It's just so cool to see, and I, I really feel like if if they can make a stance in this first one and just show the world, get out of that group stage and show the world, hey, we're a force to be reckoned with, then just imagine the stage is set for them to play in the United States, COVID done, packed stands, and it's not just oh. our ladies who I love, but it's it, we're actually cheering for our boys. It would be
2: insane. It would be insane. And that's the thing. You, you look at the guys that played against Wales and Panama, okay? So – Giovanni Reyna has never played with any of these people. Maybe some of the young young kids in the U.S. national teams, but never on the full national team. Uh, Musa came in out of nowhere and just settled into midfield and said, "This is my spot if I choose to declare for the U.S. national team." You know, these guys have never played together before, and to see the transition, Wales was the most exciting zero-zero draw I've probably seen Mm -hmm. in a long time. Yeah, and then to see them play with a true striker against Panama and see all these guys like you didn't know where to watch because you just had to literally follow the ball because there was it, it, they could hit you from anywhere. I mean, Dest, the, the sauce that Dest showed multiple times on nutmegging people and just putting people to the turf with his cuts or his face. I thought, Dan- I thought Daniel had. James,
1: I thought Daniel James was gonna punch him in his face when he nutmegged him. Oh yeah! I, I literally thought Daniel James was gonna come unglued because he was pissed. He put he pushed him. I thought he wanted yeah. to punch him because he embarrassed the crap out of him. And he's 19 years old, so that, he's only gonna get with the training at Barcelona. He's only going to improve and get better each and every Sunday when he plays there. And then when we get a mm-hmm. chance to get him back to the us, sorry, sorry.
0: No, no, no. I mean, you you bring up a good point, both of y'all. Ever since I can't remember I, what national team was it. Probably the Dempsey, the heyday of the Dempsey and and uh, um, without Jetted the door, Donovan. no, no, uh, Demp- Dempsey, Amanda yeah. Donovan, early, okay. you know the 2006 World Cup. Okay, we uh, the we never never showed fear right in, in an opponent, and since then it seems like we've kind of like. You know, we put our tail between our legs. I don't know, maybe yeah. maybe that's you or not me. Okay, uh, okay, I'm not the only one seeing it. When we come up against England or what, whatever, we kind of like play that way. Yes, I mean, um, the 2010 World Cup when we beat England, uh, we saw Landon Donovan, but it was never really this. You know, we don't have, we don't fear you. What we saw against Wales and we saw against Panama were these kids, kids. It's it was back. like, fuck y'all, man. I don't even fuck who you are. You know what I mean?
2: Well, that was the thing. Dur- during that World Cup, what, what was the thing? I believe, right? I yeah, believe that I we believe, will win. Yeah. That was the chant. That yeah, was but the did they really that believe the whole deal. Did
0: they really believe? Yeah.
2: You know? These guys yeah. believe that not only they can win, they yeah. believe that they should win. Yes. That they are <laughs> superior to their opponent and they're going to show you every way that they are superior. So... I, man, I, I, I can't even begin to talk about all the different potential that this team has just by playing together. They haven't even played together yet. And we saw that with Panama and what they were able to produce without, like you're saying, probably our most important player, which is Pulisic, putting him on that left-hand side. And <laughs> so if, if you think about Adams at the six and McKinney and Musa in the middle, that shows that our entire left side is solid for the next ten years, and midfield, defense, eh, wing backs are solid. Probably still need some things. I mean, John Brooks is only like 26, so he's still got some some time. Uh, finding a good partner for him, which we have that. I mean, we didn't even talk about Chris Richards, and I wish he would have really gotten more of a run out. Um, but that'll come. That'll come probably in the next World Cup cycle because. Miazga did nothing to solidify his spot as the number two CB. He, he didn't. He, he had some yeah. good stuff. He gave you some good moments. He gave you yeah. an assist. He, he's got the mentality. He's got the attitude, but he still has the mental lapse. Mm-hmm. So we still have some competition uh, for that spot. And I'm. this is the first time I've been extra excited about our striker pool, and I can't tell you how long. Since Brian McBride, probably. I mean, this is the first time we've got a lot of guys that could – give you that brian mcbride was not going to give you the the heel flip with the half volley from 18 yards out but he put it in a shift
0: i mean
2: he's gonna put in the shift and that's all we need we don't need a superstar forward we need a guy to put in a shift and we got some kids that can do that you know they showed it they scored a goal scorer goal every uh, time
0: imagine the next okay granted ec you said after covid hopefully this happens it's gotta happen. <laughs> Mexico, United States, because Mexico has a, a good crop. I mean, there. I mean, it's gonna be, like, be a dope game. It's gonna be, you, be one of the best games, right? dude. Do you think about it with the uh, what's his name, uh, Jimenez, and you have a uh, uh, the, uh, the guy from fucking FC, F, the LAFC.
2: Um. No, no, no. But but think about it this way: this is the first time, and I can't tell you how long that I believe truly from a technical level. The USA is superior to Mexico, and I think our depth is superior to Mexico, and our youth is superior to Mexico. Now, if this all comes to fruition and we put that on the field and show that, that remains to be seen. But I do also believe that it's kind of a blessing and a curse because we have so many young guys right now that we don't have that one person to hang our hat on like we did with Donovan and then we did with Dempsey. So you've got these color commentators or these, you know, f- football pundits that are talking about different people. Because, I mean, you can make a case for McKinney, Adams, Polisic Reina Who's the most important player on the team? You make a case for any of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you
1: could. And I think the other thing is when you talk about international football or soccer, I think experience does mean something. I think playing in a World Cup, it does mean something. And so that's the thing where I'm I am looking for them to get out of their group. I don't care what it is. I am looking for them to get out. However, my expectation isn't for them to win the World Cup. But what I am saying is after this one, the next one that comes up, I am expecting them to challenge, if not win, the whole thing because that's my dog, right? There. These kids are gonna stay <laughs> with these huge clubs. I mean, just think about this. You uh, no knock to the MLS because MLS is coming, but that's really where we were able to get. It's coming, I'm telling you. I know, I know. I'm just telling I'm you. A, I'm going to
2: touch on. Jesus, I'm going to touch on that I'm, in a minute I'm, because I'm, I do I'm, have an MLS plug. I'm going to throw here before the I, I, end is over. I'm just plug. telling you.
1: I'm just telling you that now. Now the pool is, is as much as I didn't like. Uh, you know um, the the German coach that coaches before his name name's slipping my mind.
0: Very cool.
1: As long as it is as much as I didn't like him, his his point of having international players play for the US team, it is valid. And that's what's happening. So now that these kids are actually getting games, they're not just getting picked up by Barça and Juve, and now they're playing. In 10 years, in you know, let's just say in two years time, let's just say two years, guys, (laughs) when it actually happens, these kids are gonna be so mature and so relaxed and have played against other great players. I'm expecting them to get out of their group, no problem. So just triple that by another four years when the next one comes. Well, that's the same group of guys. It's not a different group of guys. It's the same group of guys who are now are experienced, who have played in the World Cup, who understand what it means, who want to wear their shirt. Those things are all going to be important. So I'm, I'm expecting huge things. I was so excited. I couldn't wait. I was like, when are the U.S. going to play? I'm looking at all these freaking European teams. When are we going to play? And we finally get to play. And we just played absolutely amazing where now i guarantee you these younger kids because there's another uh, u21 tournament going on right now uh, in europe i guarantee you all of the young u.s boys are like holy shit, i might not be able to get in this team it might not ever happen that's a great thing it's a great thing to now see that when you look up and you know these kids are 19 years old you might never get a scratch you might never get a sniff unless you are about it you're playing on a huge club in europe somewhere balling out of control otherwise you might not get a look.
2: So that, that's a that's a big thing. It's, it's definitely one of the things I want to talk about was, so you, we've got a lot of dual nationals that featured this past international break. Absolutely. And so <clears throat> we've talked about the kid from Valencia and over and over and over again because he was 17 years old and just bossed in the midfield and did his job. And he had some hiccups, of course, you know, it's a big thing. Same with Reyna. Reyna did not, Reyna was not our star player these past two, two games, but, it's setting the tempo to show that one the us has a ton of potential two the us is giving minutes to young kids so by dest choosing us that sets a good precedent for these other kids that could play for multiple nations you know musa may may not feature in the england 11 at the next world cup but he sure as hell can feature in our 11 For the next World Cup. And so if we get him cap tied at the next opportunity and he signs on, that does multiple things. It shows we're here and we're for real. And two, this is the place for young budding youth to be developed and get their minutes and star. So. It goes back to Klinsman and this whole. I got to give him some credit for all this stuff that he's built because everything he talked about is coming to fruition just years after he's gone. But, I mean, I'd venture to say we have one of the highest potential twenty-two and under lineups in the world right now. It's a fact. Top five.
1: That's a fact.
2: Top five. Easy. So. Moving forward, you you talk about it. So six years from now is the World Cup in the US, right? Yep.
1: US, Mexico,
2: Canada. That don't don't say Mexico and Canada. They don't count. So six years from now is the World Cup in the U.S. Donald Trump,
0: come on now. It'll (laughs) build a wall. The wall, wall, I mean the the walls already stopped building right now.
2: No, no, no. Hold on There's 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 very few things in life I hate, and one of the things is Mexico soccer. (laughs) But you think about McKinney, right, who let's just say he's our he's our driving force, okay? <laughs> Six years from now, two World Cups, you know, a, a World Cup and then actual World Cup from now, he will be 28. Prime soccer player age, right? 27, yep. 28. That's where yep. you peak. That's right. And he's our oldest guy. So you think with the combination of all these guys and their absolute prime, Six years of top division soccer, six years of Champions League soccer, six years of playing with each other on the national team. And you're going to play the World Cup at home? Yes, I would be absolutely. I, I want to say anything other than a final appearance. And that World Cup is a disappointment.
0: Wow. Well, that, 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 just a, that just right imagine there. USC
1: sold out. <laughs> Men's US soccer team, USC, the stadiums, the <laughs> Rose Bowl sold out.
0: Well, it's, Jerry's it's World really
1: sold out. Just any money. any of them. They would sell it out.
0: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Easy. At, I mean, at that time, you're talking about the biggest stadiums in, in, in the world. Yes. You
1: and know. all the best players. And think about it, guys. That one that we're talking about in the States, Messi's gone. Uh, Ronaldo's, Ronaldo's gone. gone. All, there's the huge stars that are at their peaks right now, <laughs> like you're talking about 28, 20. They're not going to be in that next that, no. that yeah. World Cup. So,
2: Dante Pogba, who, none of these guys are going to be All of those there.
1: guys are gone. They're all done. So you got to start looking at it and going, like you're saying, we'll be in our prime with our boys at that point. We'll be able to to really make a stance. And and I hope it doesn't turn into this Belgium thing where they just, they have this great crop where they just couldn't do anything. I feel like our boys, because we should have beat Belgium back when we played them back in the day, we just didn't have midfield play, which is the coach's fault. I really feel like we should have won that game. But anyway, I think that we will be able to take that next step because I just think we have that hunger I know it I know it. To, to be able to get it done. Go ahead.
0: 2 points because you just brought something up. Well, good cuz you talk about Burkhalter, uh Hunter. Mm-hmm. To get us over that hump. Obviously, you are saying we have the talent. Is he the guy to get us over that that rise or I mean I mean or I mean you you talked about this guy um the RC Leipzig coach, what's his name? Uh,
2: Jesse Marsh. Marsh. Well, he do, will be our coach in the 2026 World Cup.
0: Okay. So that that's what I was gonna ask. Never mind. I I shouldn't ask a question though. You said it right now. <laughs> Sorry. No, so Bur, Bur, thank you for will get Thank us. you for leading the sub. you know, the, the
2: suspense. I was gonna ask a question. I, who I, do I you killed see? all of that? You were building up to so that. I should have caught that. But I've been drinking since three thirty. So nice. So you've got you've got Burr Halter that's gonna get us I, I don't wanna say I'm a fortune teller, but so okay, next World Cup we underachieve. And and I underachieve. I say we get to quarters. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's that's underachieving for what we should do. Mm -hmm. I really, really, really think U.S. Soccer says, you know what? This is unacceptable. The talent that we have, the mantra for 2026 will be why not us? And Berhalter will be gone. Jesse Marsh will be in. And we will make a huge run in 2026 because you, you you're not going to go on with the same coach for a world cup at home soil. You're not going to do it. You're going to splash. You're going to go big. And I'm telling you right now, the 2026 world cup will be the largest sporting event ever held in the history of the world. Hey, that's a fact. that's, a that's pretty a fact. I have, I have that's been a fact. moving. It's a fact. I've been with my company for two and a half years. I have been, staging away vacation days and pushing them off, and I've been saving money every paycheck because I will be at every single U.S. national team game in the 2026 World Cup from group stage to fucking final. That is happening. In Mexico or in a- Canada? Every- I don't care. I'm going. USA is not going to play in Mexico or Canada. They're going to play in USA. Maybe a playoff <laughs> game will throw one to Canada or Mexico, but it won't be U.S. playing there. But, no, and this was and, – and, and not to get all – downtrodden but my buddy that just passed away this was a bet that we made with each other and Huey was involved with it too. that put a hundred dollars away every two weeks starting two years ago to pay for it to where we would have give or take 15 to 20 grand a piece and that's enough to fly to every single u.s national team game get decent seats get a hotel for two nights fly back home work fly back out Anything outside of a finals appearance for 2026 is an utter disappointment for me, no matter That's what it. happens from I here agree,
1: on out. I agree with that 2,000% because I just don't see how they don't make it with the, the talent pool. It, it's because it's so young. I can understand if the talent pool was there and they were 25. Mm-hmm. Then you're going, okay, well, maybe they'll <clears> bubble <throat> up in Qatar. Maybe they'll play okay. They're all babies. I don't even think Raina – I don't even, is he 18? He just turned 18. He 18. turned
2: 18 on Tuesday. Okay. Happy birthday, birthday, Giovanni Reyna.
1: Just imagine Reyna with facial hair. When we see that kid, that's, he's going to be in his prime. He's already sick. He's already one of those guys. And I no offense to Dortmund, he's going to be out of there. He's yeah. going to be at your top tier club very soon. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see them keeping him for the next two, three years.
2: I don't he, see just, he just, uh, he just, so when he turned 18, he signed an extension when he turned yeah. 18 till 2024. I don't, I don't know what his release clause is, but I I, I, that I, kid that's, that's kid what I'm saying it. to where within the next 18 months he will overtake Polisic as the golden child. And I think Polisic needs that because he's had so much pressure on him the past two years. But injury, I mean, he's you, done you, well with it, you can't, but you can't,
0: you can't fight off injury. If somebody is injury prone, they're injury prone. <clears throat> I mean, Look at look at Tony Marshall for us, right? Injury prone, you know. It's just, you know, it's, it's just, hard. It's hard to, it's to hard, stay healthy. I mean, yeah, it's hard and to stay healthy. A hamstring, I,
1: mean, I think that's what he's got. Yeah. When he went down, um, I want to say it was a uh, a cup game, wasn't it? When he tore his hamstring. <laughs> yeah. He's running running at like ten players,
0: mm-hmm.
1: just cutting people up, and then he tore his hamstrings. So, you know, if that's what's keeping him out, you're right, It's it's, it's going to be hard for him. To they're try to in? stay fit with these kids and right. one of his key attributes is pace and if you're running 100 miles an hour that hamstring's not going to hold up I kind of I'm feel for for him, for, him uh, for his Chelsea spot too no they're yeah, not I sit mean, around yeah. and wait because he's on what I he mean he got a lot of money to go to Chelsea
0: you know the ter- you know the term you can't make the club in the tub you see right that's t- right like and so they're gonna football. have to figure it out yeah
1: because they're moving forward and I think he's 23 22 <laughs> yeah what's ballistic 22
0: twenty two I believe. Yeah. A C like AC, would you take at this point, what I don't know what the risk cause is like Hunter said. Um would you take Okay, and you have to think about the bigger picture. Yeah, yeah. United go after Giovanni Arena or Jaden Sancho? Ooh, that is such a good question. Because I, I mean you think about the American I, market. I mean this dude's gonna get fucking the market share of kids. Oh yes. James, this is why I said the bigger picture. England already has, you know, their players, their English players. They're going to sell whatever, you know, the United jerseys in England. The number at this point, give him the number seven and fuck in fucking the United States of America.
1: Oy, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I that is, that's that <laughs> one of the best questions uh, I have been posed in a long time. I would probably say you're talking about right now, right? You're not talking about in a couple of years.
0: I'm saying like, okay, I'm saying like at the end, uh, not this year because obviously Dortmund's not going to get rid of him uh, in January, right? Right. I'm talking about the, uh, summer transfer window. You say <coughs> what is his uh, release clause? Because obviously Hunter, you said uh, he just signed a new contract, so we don't know what his release clause is. Or I if know, he has could, one I, in his contract? Does he even have one in I his contract? I don't know. It, it couldn't be Holland's. It couldn't be as much as Holland. I'm, I'm pretty sure well, Holland's isn't big. It looks like thirty five million. I think or thirty five million pounds, um, which is cheap
1: as opposed to what he's worth. Yeah, you know what I mean. If he was a free agent, if you say if I had to, if, you if t- I had to say it right now for over I say, Sancho, I would say Sancho because because he's just been doing it a little bit longer. Okay, I think Reyna is an immense talent. Yeah. Like, I don't even think it looks like he's even trying at times, and he's just a baby. So that tells you when a kid has his head up. He's looking to make something happen every time, and it's a smart pass. Um, that's what I see in Vanderbeek being so young, being so confident, always trying to connect with people, always trying to like, I'm gonna make this play, but it's, I'm gonna make a smart play. Yeah. Um, so, so I would go with Sancho right now. Um, I know people have been bubbling up about him, but I just think it's it's a it's an international break, so everyone's you know making up shit, yeah. but. I would do it right now, but it's not very. I'm not very far off, because I do not see how that kid's not in Europe. He's already in Europe, but at a bigger club, very soon.
0: No, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like I'd, I'd spend the money even now, and give him the number seven, and have that mark that American market share. You think because, about that? How much money that they'll fucking bring in? Because I mean,
1: we would we would sell tons of jerseys. I mean, we were in for Jude Bellingham, who just got yeah. his first start with the England national team, who's also at Dortmund these and he's he's 17 these kids are going to develop and grow so much in that german league which i don't have the most respect the, the the most respect for i think some of the clubs are good but i don't think it's as good as um per se the english premier league i will say that they do have good players um within that league i mean that's where timo's uh, from he's he's doing yeah. fairly good this year so they have players that that are there that are great and you know dortmund's another uh, byron's another great team as well so i I just think right now, just because of the fact that one, he's English; um, two, he knows the boys already; they're they're already friends. So I think they would kind of develop that chemistry quicker than than Raina would coming in. I don't. I I would just love. It would be. It would be. It would be really cool to see. Um, and I hope he doesn't. I hope another one doesn't get away and go to Chelsea because I think Freddie would be. Come on now. The last Come on now. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, wouldn't it have been great Jesus to have Polisic on our squad? No. <laughs> I think right it would have been dope. Hell yeah. I, I think like, it would have been dope. Them. I was like, and why so, didn't
0: they do that? Why? I was like pissed when they I was like, he's like for Chelsea? Why Chelsea? And I'm just like, that's
1: that's the one thing that when I watch Chelsea, as much as I don't root for him, when I see Polisic, I root for him because he's American. So yeah. um it would be so cool to see. A, an American in the United Jersey. Cause I, I think Freddie might've been the last one that tried out, didn't make it. I don't know if there's been anybody else that's, that's uh, tried out. Tim and, Howard.
0: And came the, Tim Howard's the only one that's actually played
2: for him. Yeah.
0: So he he had, I had, I had like some played. technical
2: difficulties <laughs> while y'all were talking about this. So I missed yeah. part of what y'all were no, talking no. about. I just brought but, the... but while you, while you were talking, I, I got the gist of yeah. Sancho or Reina and stuff. So talking about Erling Holland, his release clause is 60 million and it doesn't go into effect in 2022. Um, Claudio Reyna is not moving. Or not Claudio. Reyna, I'm sorry. Giovanni Reyna is not moving anywhere except for Real Madrid from Dortmund. I'm telling you.
1: Right I believe now. it. I can see it. Really? I can that see is the
2: it. only place he will go outside right. of Dortmund.
1: Well, I can see it.
2: Like, right now, Manchester United is below Dortmund as far as it
1: wouldn't shock. It wouldn't shock um, me at all if that kid went to. He, he's, he's already
2: getting scouted by Reyna. I mean, by by Real Madrid. But they, they're already I mean, looking Real into Real that. Real
0: Madrid's trash right now. I mean, they're just—they're just like us. They're trash. Mm, I don't think they're uh, trash, uh, dude. They I play in the La Liga, dude. La Liga's only two teams, three uh, teams.
2: Uh, I, mean, I know, but but, it, I, but if you I, look I, at what Real Madrid can Vinavictus do,
0: Vinícius is their their star player, and he can't even get a game with fucking his national team. Come on now. I think and, that's and, just two and, transfers and, away from fishing. And, and Sergio Ramos is what. I don't know,
1: man. He's out too. He's out. He's got a hamstring. He's not playing in this Champions League. I I don't uh,
0: rate. I don't rate Real Madrid at all.
2: Like I said, I hate to rain on y'all's Giovanni Reyna to Manchester United parade, but I I can go. Well, you did.
0: Well, you did, Hunter. You did kill my
2: dreams, Hunter. I was gonna. I was really,
1: really getting excited about American playing. in the... I'm uh,
2: just saying, if he (laughs) continues on his trajectory, there's no other club besides Real Madrid that he'll go to because nobody has that. Why well, didn't uh, ask you that, Hunter.
0: You weren't involved in the conversation. Don't worry about it. The only reason hey I brought they, the only reason I brought you on this damn show was to tell me which American players right now will sign with the American team. I also
1: think, to Hunter's point, <laughs> it, Real Madrid for because because just makes a good point. They're up. not the Real of like maybe five years ago. Even though I, I still think they're a good club, I do think though after this season is over and they get a full season with no COVID. I do think they are going off through the likes of Killian Mbappe and Erling Holland. I do think that's going to happen.
2: Oh, 100%. So, they, they've, so, they've proven they're just two transfer windows away from fielding a world-class team again. Yeah. Um, and so
1: if they do that and Reina's, he's looking at that and see, cause I mean, it's, it is, it is what it is. As far as football's concerned, the younger kids are looking around the world and they're also saying to themselves, damn, where's the best league and where are the best players, question. you know, it's and who really can pay can me? To do
0: it Anyways. So damn
2: it! After 2022 World Cup, Reyna will be at Real Madrid. All and right, Hunter. I
0: the only uh, I said the only reason I brought you on the show is as the uh, expert uh, American soccer player person. Hey, <laughs> which players? Uh, dual citizenship players. Uh, this is gonna be the final question. Dual citizenship player. Dual citizenship players. Because you you brought it, Musa. <laughs> will actually put their pen to paper. And and sign with when sign with, and you know be the U.S. national team players. You said Soto earlier uh, with Chile. I mean, because we have so many, and this is the thing with. This is the question that I'm pretty sure a lot of American people. I mean, U.S. people. I guess people that live here in the states. I mean, question this team, and I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna I hate to be that 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 person. Uh, this is the Donald Trump side of me. Um. <laughs> is. They're not born here in the states. They're not born here in the states, so they ain't American, you know. So I just want to make sure that people understand that you know this. Most of the players we have here on the on the on this team have dual citizenship. Obviously, you know, uh, Reyna, you know, but mm-hmm. his father was you know born here in the states. He was actually born abroad, probably. Um, John Brooks, you know, mm-hmm. American father, uh, German mother. Uh, this 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 team is the melting pot of, of what the American dream is, um, but we want to know: okay, are they who's going to choose us, you know, and to play with? And and I, I want to know because I want to make sure we have the best players. I mean, I hate to say. It.
2: Well, you know, and and on the political soapbox of it, <laughs> uh, I'm a lover of all people, and I definitely love you if you can play soccer really well. Um, regardless of the country you're from, I think the fact that AC's lover, Serginho Dest, s- decided to play for the US when he could have played for the Netherlands. Yep. I mean, and, and he'd have
1: been just fine.
2: And he would have been did just fine. Yeah, One right. of my bosses at work <laughs> is from Rotterdam and he talks about Dest the whole time. So I think seeing Dest, who probably had about as much. American exposure as some of our other dual nationals or tri-nationals or quadra or whoever they are. The fact that he signed, I say signed, chose to play with the U S is monumental. Another thing is if, if you don't follow Musa on Instagram, you need to, because he's just the sweetest, most humble kid I've ever seen in my life. Today is Thursday, you know, four days after the game. And the kid is still posting pictures and comments about his time with the national team this past weekend, past week or so, still posting about it. So I think what we have to do as an organization is, Mm -hmm. and Berhalter touched on it, was show them the type of soccer we want to play, but most importantly, show them the type of culture that we're trying to build. And it's a hard time because you know what? USA is having a real hard time in a general landscape of life right now, compared to the world, the whole world's laughing at us because honestly, we're just a big dumpster fire at the moment, but there are parts of our country that are good. There are people in our country that are good. The U S national team can expose them to that and how they can use their platform to hopefully change some of the faults that the, the country itself has and I think they did a a great demonstration. I don't know if you saw the jackets that yeah. they wore uh, during the games, and and talking about that. So it's it's kind of twofold. Our country itself is a gigantic dumpster fire, but these kids see something in the potential. The unity, and we see something in their potential.
0: The unity that they showed on the pitch uh, by locking arms. I mean, obviously, yeah. everybody's everybody's in this in this state where. A kneel for the national anthem, not kneeling for the an national anthem, put your heart hand over your heart. Hey, whatever you choose, that's that's what you choose. But I thought the unity that they showed and with the messaging that they had, you know, giving the right to post their voice. Um, yeah, an individual know, voice
2: that, yeah, individual that was voice. coupled together as a collective voice. Exactly. Right? Yeah. That that's that's I'm a hundred percent for that. Well, Everybody that's that's feels America's differently. Opinion. Playing for your country is hard because you're representing the country, right? Yeah. So you don't want to disrespect anybody um, at the same time. But people in our country are disrespected every day that are citizens of our country, right? So it's a problem, Yeah, 100% across the board. So to show that, I think that was probably one of the best uh, viewings of how it was done to where everybody has their collective voice and talks about what they feel is wrong or what they believe in. But as a unit, they had the same voice. And that was, we're USA. Mm-hmm. We're representing USA. We represent everything that's good. And unfortunately, right now, we're representing everything that's bad. But we're trying to change mm-hmm. what's bad.
0: It's basically everybody has their own voice. But we respect everybody's voice. So this is all one voice. You know, it's like yeah. all for one, one for all. Basically, that that, that mentality. Oh, definitely.
2: Yeah. And, and that's and and really not to get too political on it but that's very easy for a 36-year-old white male to say yeah. right that, that that's that's yeah. i i have that ability right but, but look at the national it's team different for everybody look at, the else. National
0: team. look at the national team i mean the majority majority of them are, you know ethnic you know like if you if that's the correct term I, I hate to offend anybody if that's not the correct term but i mean we have african american you know um you know you know Mexican American, uh, yeah, Belgian-American. Every, every denomination, you know, every you could, every, yeah. every every. But yet, at the, 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 the end of it, it's still they're American, right? You that's know. Right. Yeah. And, and you see, I mean, I mean, if you want to chime in, I mean, I know you know we've been talking about this, but uh, it's not just you know what you know this 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 vision of us. That's the melting pot of that what what's on the Statue of Liberty right there. You look at that national team. That's the melting pot. Give me your tired, give me your poor, give me your, your sick, weary, whatever, you know. Give me your huddled masses yearning for freedom. That is the, you know, the picture of it, of all these different ethnicities on, on that pitch. And it's it's amazing. It, and, 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 and we have to fight for it. And the the, the fact that they, uh, you know, they united amongst themselves um, to do that. And obviously, they're... And, kudos to american soccer kudos to that you know that they have not censored their players not you know they've united with them and saying this is what the messaging is i uh, know cuz american um, us national you know soccer has, has taken a hit in the past couple of years and not for yep. social social reasons it's because of the way they run their shit right especially with the women national team um yeah but you know it kudos to them to you know to have, allow these players and coaching And the coaches or managers or whatever you want to call them to do that, um, to show that unity and and to show that that diversity, um, because that's that's what we are as as the United States. That's we are diverse. And we have to we have to show that we're not.
2: That's the thing. If you look at the three of us that are on this right now. Right. I think we're touching most of the demographics for the most part. Right. Uh, is that the do you do you feel the same ec that that we're saying that it was an individual combined as a collective voice and it was done I don't want to say correctly because there is no correct way to do it right but i think it was done to where it still can present a voice but present a, a positive voice going forward i or am I, I think they,
1: no i think you're on i think they hit it on the head i think i think it's a true representation of what we are we are from everywhere (laughs) everyone's from somewhere else and now is here and is now trying to get along together um and i think that's what they're doing and so you just got to hope that we can continue on this trend that we're on because um it's just been such a long time for me to get an international break where i'm like i'm super excited <laughs> you know i'm i'm over what are the euros when are the euro i'm over it and so now con- i know now these gold- <laughs> I'm, I'm just I, I i'm gonna watch don't get me wrong i'm just saying but now the gold cups yes. like let's go yes
0: let's yes. freaking go because we're
1: about to just destroy i don't care who comes in Copa America. Come Damn. come on Copa Amer- come on let's go brazil let's do this yes. mexico let's go I'm so ready yeah. and pumped up to play these games now. Whereas before, I was like, "I just hope we keep it close. Hope we can make a goal." Yep.
2: No. Uh, no, and you're see, exactly right. see that—that's the thing. I'm over it, that. It's, it, you you look at it and it's okay. So the last time the national team played was in February, right? And and things in our country were not great in February, but we can all admit that they've escalated uh, exponentially since February, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So this is the first showing, not only of our youth, but of of what kind of culture on and off the field that we're going to present. You look at Zach Steffen, who is like 14 different races, and he talks about not feeling the love playing for the national team, right? feel like he was representing some people that did not want him there. And, and you think about that, and, and it's very selfish to say as an American soccer player, you think about that, and it's like, you're an American. Like, I don't give a shit if you're playing – If you're fencing in the Olympics, if you're playing golf in a PGA tournament, if you are playing third division Russian ping pong, if you're an American, you're an American. That's it. You are 100% should feel support from every single person in your country. Yep. And to hear him say things like that just bothers the ever-living shit out of me because No, you can hate the Lakers. You can hate the Dallas Cowboys, which I do 110%. (laughs) You can hate all these teams. But when it comes to America, I don't care who you are. And that was my big deal at the last World Cup. I don't care who you are. You are an American fan today because you're from this country. You support every American. That's it. And, And hopefully we can... God, I hope we're not doing this in 2022 and I sure as hope we're not doing this in 2026 because if so, I'm taking the international assignment and I'm living <laughs> in another country. But you would it, it was it was a good rally to see the way it was done and and hopefully bring a, a bigger platform and talk more about it because to hear him say those words that he didn't feel like he was supported by a majority of America because of the color of his skin just bothered the ever-living shit out of me. I thought that was Weston I mean, McKinney. McKinney too. So McKinney plays in yeah, Italy, which is yeah. one of the most racist countries on earth. They they really yeah. give us a run Weston for our money. Weston
0: McKinney said that, and he's like, he's one so
2: of- so. So Zach Steffen, they had a really good article on him on. A, I want to say it was ESPN. So uh, his mother is white, and his adoptive father is is white. So he he dealt with a lot of that growing up, having mixed race siblings, and then trying to understand that and navigate that and playing in MLS and, and did a tour overseas. Cause remember he played overseas before with Columbus before he played for Columbus and it was not a good experience and he didn't have a good time and came back to MLS and really showed out and moved overseas again. But he, he there was a point where he talked about, he, he, he didn't feel like citizens of this country supported him because lack of a better term, he was a black guy playing soccer. Yeah. Yeah. And and to hear that on a national scale is just absolutely disheartening.
1: I think you're hitting uh, it on the head. Like I, it's a huge difference between saying, "Oh, I play for this club," as opposed to like, "I'm representing this country." Hundred percent. I, I I totally love what you're saying there, and I think I think a lot more people need to start taking that stance on. These clubs, yes, you love your club. I love United. I love the Washington football team. I hate saying that out loud. I love the, the Capitals. Never mind. <laughs> uh, I hate it. Oh, it's so stupid. But, but um, I love natives, those. But, but I understand that that's a business. The United States is not. It's not a business.
2: No, it is you not. Know what I'm
1: saying so. There's a difference between the two. And I and I, I know where you're at, Jesus. I get it. These kids have to sign, and they have to. They may be dual citizenship, and that. However, I, that's where I'm at with it. I know not everybody's going to agree with that statement, but I just feel like there's a difference between the club and trust me, there's United fans who, who were there when Sir Alex, and and before Sir Alex got there, when they used to actually have some stake in what was really going on, that's done and over and con. So those people can, can at me, they can let me know how they feel, but I'm, now that the American owners are there, it's a business. I don't yep. look at the United States that way. I, I you guys are gonna laugh at me, but when the <laughs> when the curling team plays for the United States, don't I'm cheering them on. You, dude. I'm dude, like, let's oh, go. I hate to, no, I hate to, no. I hate to pull I'm the race lying card. to you guys. You're black, dude. I, you don't watch no curling, dude. Ask you my watch, wife. You, 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 you don't my, watch no Winter Olympics. Day. I watch any if it's US of A. <laughs> I am all the way. A. You're like me, dude.
0: What what stake do I have in Winter Olympics? None. Unless no, now,
2: I got all the steak. It. I will wake I'm up at one o'clock in the morning <laughs> the to watch the curling team play. <laughs> I'm in the
0: tell you lie. Right Both you're lying second like shit, dude. And I'm Wisconsin. like I'm like, babe, it's like
1: it's like bocce ball, but it's on ice. It's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they're doing. So just let me enjoy my curling. Get out of Whatever. my room. I I know none of the rules.
2: What but whatever. as long as they show USA's winning at the end of it, that's yeah. all I'm looking for. That's right. right. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll wear a curling we'll... shirt to work.
0: No way. Yeah. No way. All right. What?
1: All right. All right. How do we get to curling? I don't know. But I'm just saying I love the USA. <laughs>
0: all and... right. We went from American, uh, United States soccer to curling. But anyways, yes. let's wrap up. We'll, <laughs> we'll wrap that one up. Uh, you see, uh, we have a, ma- a match on uh, Saturday, 2 o'clock. Yes, Late Saturday match. Night. Late match. West Brom, we haven't talked United at all. I mean, yeah, we brought up Pogba, but
2: whatever. Which Um, makes it a great podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is probably going to be my last podcast for a little while, guys. And once again, I've been drinking for five hours uh, now. I know, you
0: you will be muted. Trust me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, You see, West Brom. Coming off, I'm pretty sure every, every, not every, I think Lindelof is probably yeah, has a knock. Um, yeah,
1: Lindelof and uh, Martial have and knocks.
0: Martial, well who cares? I mean, a post can you know be, go score more <laughs> goals than Martial. Um <laughs> Did he say Nomine and nah. got it? Hey, hey, wait. No, no, no. Hey, no, don't don't talk Spanish on my show. <laughs> Anyways, um so and then we have Tez has been cleared by um, by Brazil for a second COVID test, but I think he's supposed to take one coming back. He's
1: been cleared. He was at training today.
0: He was at. Oh, he was okay. He
1: doesn't play if he's
2: cleared anyway. What's the matter?
0: <laughs> well, he has, I mean, he's been on COVID. Like he's had herpes on his lip for the past month since he played for PSG. <laughs> It seems like whatever.
2: He, said, he never plays anyway. <laughs> so
0: EC, with the form of the national team, uh, uh you know, That's with Pogba coming back and yes. you know, Donnie and, and, and Bruno and uh McTominay fucking McTominay got his dick sucked to probably like I don't know how many times uh, since they they qualified for the Euros. As he should have. As he should have header, header. Um and who else? I think uh, uh, De, Gea. Sorry, De Gea had a good game. So um, did Maguire, man. Maguire? Yeah, Maguire, yes, yes header. He scored too. What's the lineup and what's the score prediction for West Brom? <clears throat> so
1: I think Telus has to play because I haven't heard anything about Brandon Williams being back uh, at practice. And so with Shaw being down for sure, I think Telus starts. I think Maguire starts for sure. Um, I, I think he might go with Axel because I think Lindelof definitely has a little, a little something going on. So good. I think Axel might get that nod. And then I'd put him um, next to Basaka.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I'd let him go there. I would play the two holding midfielders still. So I'm going to put Fred and no. Matic in. And then I'm going to have Donnie and Bruno with those two so my midfield four there mm-hmm. and then i'm going to put cavani next to rashford up
0: front. Ooh, yes. so yeah.
1: that's what that's what i would do because for me if you if you don't get into this whole you know this person's mad about this or you know he's hurt or not cavani scored a pretty good goal actually before he got the red card in the second game. so let's give him a, an actual run yeah. in a game. let's let's let him loosen up his legs let's let him kind of Get into the Manchester United number seven jersey. Let let him let him, let let him bull. play.
0: Let the bull out of the pen, dude. He needs a matador. Because
1: everybody everybody knows, and all the coaches. And I know you don't like this, but I think a lot of the coaches are starting to understand. It's not just this every three days you have a game, but you know the international breaks and all these things are coming. Champions League games, cup games start. I think in January. It's
0: going to come. So there's a lot 18, of games coming. I think with 18 games in the next two months.
1: It's, it's a lot, yeah. and that's why Shaw went down. That's why Shaw's got a hamstring. So yeah. they've got to start looking at their bench and, and start thinking to themselves, even if you don't start, it's fine. It's all right. You're going to get in, and you're going to play. And then the next game, maybe you start. The guy that started before you, he takes a break, and then he comes in. So that's what I would do. Yeah. Um, I think we win the game two to nothing. I don't think they get a chance to score. Yeah. I think we score two goals. I think Cavani's going to get one, and I put one in for Bruno. And I think we win the game comfortably.
0: I like the back the back lineup. No, I mean, and, and and I'm gonna go three 0 Actually, I'm oh, gonna go three All Right. Listen to the uh, confidence no, 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 in this room. No, no, no. Okay. I, I, everybody's. I mean, after the Everton, after Everton, it was. Uh, I know before the the last pod was before Everton. I know we didn't talk Everton. We didn't have a pod talk about Everton, and that's I picked done. to lose. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I picked him to lose. Um, yeah. Uh, I know. But yet I want I, I was on this national team high, so how to get you know, how to get my boy on hunter hunter Taylor, but then I threw a monkey wrench and everything. <laughs> he threw a monkey wrench and everything, so i probably won't have him on for another a good while. Anyways, um but yeah, uh, like my prediction then. <laughs> I, ain't gonna, I, I ain't gonna ask your prediction then. <laughs> All
2: right, two-two draw. Oh, okay. Well, Oof, gosh, whatever. that would hurt so bad. But say y- y'all, y'all both picked the Everton the, to lose the Everton game, right?
1: I, I picked them to lose. Jesus picked them to win, didn't I? No, I
2: picked. Them
0: didn't to I pick? Lose. I, I, I picked the draw one-one.
2: Yeah, I picked them to lose. Were either one of you correct?
0: No, we weren't. I was. No. I was not correct. I, I, that's in the past, man. I'm not correct about Arsenal, am I? No. Hey, or Chelsea? No. Let, let, uh,
1: let the United fans yeah, talk about our relegation yeah. battle that we have this yes. week.
0: <laughs> it's it. so sad. Oh. But uh, God. But hey, hey, I, so hope, I hope I hope all it takes, d d d is uh, advice and puts um puts a uh, Maddie at the uh, CDM. Gives Pogba what he wants, you know. Let him play. Uh, let him play quarterback at the, at the middle. Um, Bruno, and then bring in Donny. Uh, then you have Cavani up top, and then so you're
1: playing all three of them. Yeah, together.
0: Ooh, offensive. Okay, I'm
1: with you. Well, it's fucking West Brom, dude. Hey, oh, we're yeah. a Manchester United, dude. So don't tell me. Don't tell me that we're just out here killing Brom. And then you have James <laughs> Where you been?
0: <laughs> you have James. Then you have James and Greenwood on the wings. I mean uh, well, I mean, what's wrong with that? Uh, oh does Greenwood, Greenwood on have the COVID. No. No, he's on the he was on his training. Uh, no, he doesn't have COVID, but he has he's he has issues up there.
2: He's got an illness
1: right now. Uh, his vagina okay. hurts. His okay, vagina so hurts. That's what Pogba, he does. You said Pogba, Donnie, Bruno. No, I
0: didn't say Donnie, I said Pogba. I said Uh Matt, uh, McTominay, Pogba, Bruno, Cavani up top. Not Uh Donnie, Cavani up top. Uh And you have James and uh, Greenwood on the wings. Oh, you're going James, too. I said James. Jesus has like
2: 14 people on the field right now. Uh, Whatever. If you've got got 14 people on the field, y'all better win.
0: Anyways, guys, that's the end of the show. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's the end of the show. I'd like to... Thank everybody. Uh, thank her. Uh, uh, damn it! I, forget, I forgot our sponsors. Uh, not our sponsors, but Western McKinney is one of our sponsors this year. Western McKinney, love the yes. Giovanni Reyna, um, Rono's Rono, dude. Who are who am I supposed to be? Ex, Ro, from the, daddy. Ro from the Rono's podcast? You know, uh, Hutch, uh, I South son from South Texas Train rooks. Um <laughs> Axe Daddy's Throwhouse. If you're in a South Texas area, uh, Axe Daddy. Axe Daddy or Axe Daddy's? I can't remember. That's weird. Um, It's an axe throwing kind of place and go throw your axes. Um, um, Victoria Months of Ice for the uh, Alice in Wonderland Food Trucks. Go check her out. Food's great. And Lucky Diaz, where you at?
2: A procedure on you called milking the prostate. It's an anally induced ejaculation. You're gonna feel strong pressure on the prostate gland from inside your rectum. Oh, come on now. You don't have to get all scientific on me, baby. I mean, we can just talk. Whoa!
0: Oh! Whoa! Ah! Oh. 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 Oh
1: stop okay keep doing it yeah